For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, True Vine Cathedral, as he brings you the pure unadulterated word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth and full of wisdom and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the word of God. Amen. Wow. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Put your hands together for the Lord. This morning, we are sharing the Lord's communion. Amen. Amen. Communion is a very powerful thing. Many years ago, when we were at College on a Cathedral, um, after a Tuesday service, one lady, a church member, a lawyer, she gave another lady, I mean, as we had closed, she saw a lady standing at the gates. And then asked her, where are you going? So oh, towards circle. So she took her into her car and she gave her a lift. And the lady sat in the back seat of the car while she drove. As they were driving, she asked the lady, how are you? And the lady just smiled. So how was service today? And she nodded. And is everything okay? She said, yes. And as they were driving, if you know, Colegono Cathedral, uh, you drive past the mortuary on the way to Kaneshi to Circle. And she said that as they were driving and they drove past the mortuary, the girl became quiet in the car. The lady she had picked, she became very quiet. So she turned, ah, why are you quiet? And there was nobody in the car. And um, when she, she doesn't know how she drove home. And when she got home, she called Bishop. And when Bishop went there and they told him, you don't know what to do <laughs> in such a case. So we said, there's one thing we know we can do. That is a solution. When you meet a problem, you cannot handle communion. So in the night, around 11.30, we took bread and wine, broke it and blessed it, and we shared communion, and everybody was encouraged. In life, we will meet issues that we cannot handle. We will come against spiritual battles. We have one success that has stood the test of time since the year 2004 or, or whatever. That is the communion, the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. And, and this morning we are here to partake of that, that the victory that was won will be re replicated and reproduced in our lives, that we too will have the victory. I didn't hear an amen. amen. And that we too will be victorious over every challenge that we meet in our lives. This morning we are here to remind ourselves of, of Jesus and his sacrifice Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you so very much that as we come into your presence, we are changed, we are transformed to become more and more like Jesus. 
let the blood that was shed and the body that was broken usher us into your presence that we be transformed in Jesus name Amen Amen put your hands together you may be seated you may be seated this morning turn to your neighbor and tell them you are welcome this morning I, I didn't hear a good response amen uh, this morning I want us to share something about a subject you may think you know the grace of God the, the grace of God um, the word grace is very common and popular, and it is used very, very much in our normal speech. I mean, almost every unbeliever has said, Naminadum, the grace of God. We share the grace. Even those who don't go to church say grace before they eat. Is, is that correct? And so we have used the word grace quite often, but I, I don't know if many of us understand its relevance and how important it is in helping you to prosper in this life. How many want to prosper, by the way? You want to do well? Okay, some hands are down, but it's okay. It's okay. I mean, in every society, there will always be the poor. And we need some poor in our church too. Otherwise, it would be a very rich church. It's not a... A rich church is not a good church. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. But you see, we are talking about um, doing well. And one of the keys that we have seen to doing well is what Bishop has mentioned in his book. He that has, to him shall be given. And he that has not, even what he has will be taken away. And, and so the, the, it's like this. Everybody starts from somewhere. Are you here this morning? Everybody starts from somewhere because everybody has. But he that has more will get even more. He that has less will lose even what he has and have even less. And so asking about which one do you want to be? The one that has more to receive more or the one that has less to receive less? Which one do you want to be? You want to have more, to receive more. How many want to have more to receive more? How many want to have less to get even less? Okay, now somebody will say, I already have less. And my answer is that no, it is not true. It is not true. Because what you call less to somebody, it is more. It is more. Yeah. A, a young man in the pink shirt. Don't, yes. If you hold your head like this, it's dangerous. In, in this church, something can happen. Yeah. No, you see, even, even those who say they are very, very broke, there are people who are broker. Is it a word? Broker. Oh, more broke. More broke. Okay, more broke. 
there, if, if, you know, how many of you, uh, one day I, I read an article of a, 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 a journalist who was traveling somewhere and he met a, a lady, a woman, who had three children. The older two were blind. And master, ah, is it a coincidence? And then they found that the woman had caught maggots. Do you know Gogomi? Maggots, some very small, tiny ones. And she put them in the eyes of her baby. And they asked her, why? What are you doing this? And she said that, so that he will become blind. So he can beg well. Because if he has eyes and he's begging, he will not, they will not give him. But if he's blind and he's begging, he will get money. Because their poverty is different from your poverty. So, who has gone to that level before? We, we, we are not there. Amen. And so, don't say, I am the one who has less. Because there's somebody who has even less than what you have. And don't say you have to. There are people who have more than us. That one too is true. That one too is true. In somebody's eyes, we are poor. Somebody pities us that we don't have new cars to change every year. We have only one car. Somebody said, oh, these poor Africans who are in... But our aim is that we will have something so that we can get more of it. Is that correct? Put your hands together for the Lord. One, one, of, the, one of the things that um, has the power to bless us is the grace of God. Is the grace of God. It is something that has the power and the ability to give us things. Amen. What is grace? Grace is the manifestation of favor by a superior person. It means somebody who is mightier than you will show you favor. Amen? Somebody who is mightier than you will show you favor. One day, I was sitting somewhere and somebody said, let's go and eat. What was my answer? Yes, please. So I went to eat. It was a, a dinner at a very nice restaurant. And we sat down to eat. It was a mightier person. After we had finished eating and the person had finished paying for the meal, when we got up to go, and then the person said, we have not finished. And I said, hey, what again is there? Listen, I'm talking about a manifestation of favor by a superior person. And the person gave me, after I had eaten, a lot of money. A lot of money. Just, yeah, that's favor. That's a blessing. You see, we say blessing. But you don't know what a, a blessing is. Somebody who has the power to show you favor. Amen. And that person gave me a lot of money. Should I say it? 
I shouldn't say it. They say I shouldn't say it, so I can't say it. Uh, I, I can't say it. But it's a lot of money. It's not 100 cities, no. <laughs> it's not 1,000 cities, it's not. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's, it's not 2,000 cities. No. <laughs> it's more than that. Uh, after eating. <laughs> It's, it's, it's more than double that. <laughs> but I will say how much. But you see, this, this, are you here? Favor is that somebody who has power and money and might will like you. That's all. That's all. That is why my son, who is a student, drives a car. And that is why people who have worked, have worked for years and have worked hard. He has never worked before. My son, he has never worked before. He has never earned a salary before. Every money he has in the world, either I give him or somebody gave him. And he has a car. Whereas others don't. Why? Because somebody who has power and, and might has liked him. Has liked him. And so he's driving a car. And then he, he called about last week that, oh, he needs a laptop. I said, you had one. But he gave it away. So he has changed his mind. He wants a laptop again. And I said, okay. He has asked, made a request, and now somebody, I'm the somebody, <laughs> who has might and power has said, today you have a laptop. So ask your neighbor, who, who do you have like that in your life? I ask your neighbor, who? Hey, tap your neighbor on your shoulder. Who do you have like that in your life? When I started working, I bought an Opel Vectra. Yes, my first car that I... No, my second car I bought in Ghana. The first car was the VW, but you leave that one. And then I bought an Opel Vectra. Then I, was, then I got another car that I didn't buy. Then another car that I didn't buy. Then another car, then another car that I didn't buy. And then now... You see, asking about who is there who will give you a car? Tap your neighbor. Tap. I'm talking about grace. 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 Who, who is there that will show you a great and mighty gift? Are you here this morning? This is our God. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities, which thou buildest not. Tell somebody, a city you didn't build. And houses full of all good things, which thou 
fields not, and wells digged, which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees, which thou... You see, God is saying something here, that I'm going to give things to people that they didn't work for. I didn't hear an amen. He said, I am going to give things, houses, properties, wealth. I am giving things to people that did not... Let me explain. In this life, that is why the teachers are on strike over their pension. Do you know why they're on strike? It's not fair. It's their money. They want their money. They are striking over fairness and justice. And that is a human attribute. That human beings, we are very concerned. Everything should be pepe. You have your own. I have my own. That's why when you buy land, you want to make papers and keep it. It's my land. Everybody wants to have things straightforward. But that is not the nature of God. Because our God is a God. The Bible says he's a gracious God. And he has said that he's, he's going to give you things that you didn't work for. Amen. Amen. Listen to this, chapter 9. Hear, O Israel, thou art to pass over Jordan this day to go in to possess nations greater and mightier than thyself. Cities great and fenced up to heaven. God is saying that Things that are physically impossible, that you should not qualify to do these things. A nation, a people, greater and mightier. I mean, I mean, listen, listen. If Kotoko was to challenge Manchester United for football, okay, Manchester is down. Okay, Chelsea, Manchester is down at this time. If Kotoko was to challenge Real Madrid to football match, who will win? I said, who will win? Those who are betting, who will you bet for? Uh, who will you bet for? Everybody will bet for Real Madrid. Because they are a team greater and mightier than our black stars. <laughs> yeah, they are a team. I mean, they are a team of, they are, they are a mighty team. And the Lord says that the day Kotoko will play Real Madrid, and I bless them, they will beat them 3-0. <laughs> By grace. Because I am giving you something that is greater and mightier than yourself. Verse 2. A people tall, great and tall, the children of the Anakim, whom thou knowest, and of whom thou hast heard stay, who can stand before the children of Anak. And it says, and the Lord will bring them down before thy face, so that thou shalt drive. Are you here this morning? I am talking about grace. And grace is somebody giving you something that you have not earned or that you have not worked for. But it's just out of the goodness of the person's heart. Hallelujah. And, and you see, there's a problem here because many of us, we, we are aware 
of our badness. And we are very conscious that um, we don't deserve things. We are, we are very careful and, and conscious about these things. Amen? You see, are you here? We, we have in our minds a, a thought that things are shared fairly. And so people must work for what they get. And, and when you don't work, you don't get. And you don't have because you don't work or because I don't have paper. I, don't, I was born in a place where I don't have, I couldn't go to school. I couldn't go to a, a, a proper school. I don't have a, a, a degree. I don't have paper. GSS I got uh, what? D. D. What? There's no D. There's E7. E8. Okay, you didn't do well. That's all. <laughs> you didn't do well. And then you didn't continue. And people have not gone and worked. And we are wondering how can I do well when I don't have anything? You know, and I don't have, and, and are you here? And, and sometimes in our minds, we have almost accepted that we are down. We are, we are down, and, and that is our portion. And those who have, we, we just look at them. Sometimes with envy and with a, a bad eye because they have and we don't. But you see, this, this morning, I, I came to show something to you that there is a God that is partial. A partial God. And this God gives. He gives money. He gives everything to people that have not earned it. Why? Because that is his nature. He's a gracious God. Amen. Amen. But many of us are trying to work work for blessings. And we are trying to uh, uh, earn blessings. And, and sometimes our awareness of, of our sins makes us feel unworthy. I mean, a lot of people, I don't know if today it happened, I don't know, but I know people that don't take communion. Because they say that I am not worthy. I, I don't know if it happened today. I haven't seen. It happened. Oh, okay. It happened today. Yeah. I, I know people. One day I had a long talk with somebody. I spoke to him. When I gave him, I was serving communion that day. When I served him, he didn't take. I said, ah, I will come back to you. And I came back to him after church. And I spoke to him. And he said that he is not worthy to drink communion. And I said that, listen, you don't understand worthy. Because we have been made worthy. We have been made worthy by Jesus. And he has come and forgiven us all our sins. Hey, I said he has forgiven our sins. Who here has plenty sins? Let me see. Your, your sins are a lot. A lot. Of, hey, let me see your hand well. Who has more than somebody else? Your Look at your neighbor. Okay, okay, okay. Look at your neighbor. Between you and your neighbor, who has more sins? 
You and your neighbor. Discuss. Who do you think has more sins? You or your neighbor? You pass them. Ah, easily. Ah, you see. The pastor has passed her easily. That's why I didn't add myself. I'll be the champion in the house. Yeah. But it is not, it is not by what we have done or not done. It is by the goodness of God. Amen. It is by the goodness of God that God has blessed us. And, and, and somebody will wonder, I mean, you know, recently, recently I was driving. Can I say it? I'll say it. So when it happens, I will say it. So when it happens, you'll not be upset. I was driving. And then a certain car passed me. Shum. My car some, but a different type. When the car passed me, then I sat down in my car. I said, oh Lord. <laughs> I prayed a prayer from my heart. I said, Lord, actually I'm content. I am blessed. I have a house. I have a car. My children are in university. My wife is there. Everything is there. But this car, <laughs> I want some. <laughs> I said, Lord, but this car, I want some. As it has passed me, I'm not complaining about my car, Lord. Understand? But I know you can give it. Yes. I said, I'm telling you. I said, I, you see, you, you ask. Because you don't know that God can give. And you are thinking, what must I do to get a car? What must I do? You see, that, that is, that is the, the mind many of us have. What must I do to get something? I must go to school. That's why you are doing MBA. Ask somebody. That's why you are doing MBA. You, are, you have to go to school to get a degree, to get a good job, to get money. What must I do? I must, I must do something. That is what we are all trying to do. And so girls are asking, what must I do to be seen? Lipstick? Chinese hair? Uh, 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 red, red makeup? What must I do? I must show my breasts. I must show everything. They are, they are thinking. I mean, I must do something for a man to see me and marry me. I'm not saying the right thing. Well, yeah, I must do something. And the men too are saying, oh, I know every man here. What must I do to get money? I must go and work. So Sunday, Sunday, people are working. Ah, Sunday you are working. What for? What for? Asking about Sunday, you are going to work. You are going to print impress. You are going to an uh, uh, office shop. Go and do hair, uh, caterer, whatever you are doing. Sunday, you are working. Why? Because we are answering the question, what must I do to risk money and survive? Amen. And my answer this morning is that there is nothing you must do for God to bless you. Because our God is a gracious God. He's a gracious God. And he gives to people as he pleases. As he pleases. That, that is the mystery of God. That he gives to people as he pleases. We, as, you see, 
I must confess, I give to my children. But I try that none of them will feel slighted or left out. I try. So even though I give them things, all three must feel equally, must, must feel equally blessed. And because, uh, I'm confessing, because my younger son has a laptop and his big brother doesn't have a laptop, I am going to buy a laptop for the big brother so that he will not feel, I'm confessing, you don't confess your sins, I'm confessing my sins. That's my mind. So he will not feel that my younger brother have and I don't have. He hasn't said it, but my heart is, I'm, I'm trying to be fair. I'm trying to be fair. Are, are you here? So I'm trying to balance things. But God is not fair at all. At all. God is not trying to be fair. Are you here this morning? Romans chapter 9. Romans chapter 9. I'm talking about grace this morning. That you have grace. You will pray for grace and receive grace that will help us to prosper. Gracious God. Not only this, but when Rebecca also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac, for the children, are you here? For the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, they have done nothing. They are not even born. That the purpose of God, according to election, might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth, it was said unto her, the elder shall serve the younger. Oh, they are not born, oh. They have done nothing. And God has said, the firstborn will not have anything. As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. What a shock. I said, what a shock. The boy has done nothing. What has Esau done that God said, I don't like you, Esau, again? It's a very difficult thing to understand. But if you are Jacob, you will say, praise the Lord. Yeah. If you are Jacob, you will say, what a good God. What a great God. I like this God. This is a very good God. He has lifted me up. He has raised me. This God has given me a wife and a child and a house and a car. I love this God. I, me, Jacob, I tell you, I swear, there is no God like Jehovah. Why? Because Jehovah has been partial to him. And, and, and this morning, that is our God. Amen. That is our God. We are the recipients of grace. God has already begun to show us grace. I didn't hear a good amen. Because that is why we are here this morning. If there was no grace, you wouldn't be here. You'd be in a beer bar. You'd be walking in the town. You'd be going home from playing tennis. After motor. Amen. If it were not for grace, some of us would not be here. But it is God who has shown us grace. And he says, verse 15, for he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. My prayer is this morning, 
Lord, let me be the one on whom you will have mercy. Let me be the one on whom you will have compassion. I said, if there is going to be another Jacob, oh Lord, let it be me. Let me be the one that you'll be partial to. The one who doesn't work, but he gets a good job. One who didn't go to school, but he gets a good promotion. The one who is not working, but God will lift him up. Let me be the next person that you will lift up. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because that is the nature of our God. He's a gracious God. He's a gracious God. And he's a God. And you see, look at one dangerous one too. Verse 17. For the scripture says unto Pharaoh, even for the same purpose have I raised thee up, that I might show my power in thee. Hey, so God raised up Pharaoh so he could pull him down. I said, Lord, not me. Let this one pass over me. That I will be the one who I will be the bad example. No. No, not me. You see, are you here? There will be every kind of human being in the church. Let me be the good one. Yeah. There will be rich Christians and poor Christians. Happily married Christians and bitterly quarreling Christians. Christians with happy children and Christians with arm robber children. Lord, let me be the good one in the name of Jesus. I know God is partial. He's not sharing 50-50. He's sharing as he pleases. And so my prayer is, Lord, share it. Share it, but include me. Amen. Listen. How to receive more grace. How to receive more grace. Look at Genesis 33, when Jacob was coming back from Laban's house and he met his brother Esau who hated him. He sent forward a lot of cattle and, and, and sheep and goats and things. And when Esau came and met them, he said, what meanest thou by all this drove which I met? And Jacob said, these are that I will find grace in the sight of my Lord. You can do something this morning that will help you to receive and find grace in the sight of God. Are, are you here? Are you here? You can do things. And when you do things, certain things that you can do, they will help you to receive more grace. And so, last week, last week I was somewhere in Karanza. And when I was there, I was I had a, a convention, and there was there was somebody a young a young girl there, a certain name, and she had not she did uh, um, wasi, she did wasi, and she didn't pass, so she was there, and during the service. I, I, I don't know what, what it was, but the Lord 
made her shine in the, in the crowd. That I saw her. I, I saw her clearly. And so I, I called her after church. I was talking to her. And you see, sometimes you can say things you haven't planned to say. I mean, I've been there before. After you have said it, then you know what you have said. And, and, and you have said it. But as I was talking to her and the pastor, I said, hey, this girl, uh, they said that, oh, they, it is, she didn't do well with her, her, her wasi. And the man said, oh, there's a place at the university there where they can do remedials. Then I heard myself say, take care there. They said that, oh, who will pay? I heard myself say, I will pay. I said, ah, who is talking? And then that, oh, whatever it costs to take care to wasi and finish, I will pay, just finish. And I was talking. And I was saying that, who is talking? You see, so they are going to look for school for her to bring me their bill. And, and you see, let's, this is somebody who last week was sitting down, had no idea how I'm going to go past Wasi. And my father is a Muslim and my mother is divorced, has gone somewhere and nobody has any money. So I'm staying with my sister who is staying with somebody and we are all there, very, very poor. And then in one meeting, God has turned the life around. Suddenly, you are on your way to university. May that be your story. I said, may that be your story. That grace has found you where you are. Amen. I mean, grace has come down into somebody's life to change conditions, to change everything. And somebody who was, you see, other children, but automatically, they are going to university. True or false? Some children, some children, automatically, they will go to university. If they don't qualify, they will pay uh, as, as fee-paying students and they'll go. Even crowd, they'll do medicine. They'll go. They didn't get, they didn't get AABB. They got CCDD. But they will pay 10,000 cities a year and they'll go to medicine. True or false? And you don't have that kind of money, so you are outside. But when grace finds you, I said, when grace finds you, you who were outside, suddenly, suddenly, you are brought in. And suddenly, somebody with a superior power will step in and make a way for you. But we do not ask for grace. We say grace over food. We share the grace when we are going home. But we don't ask, oh Lord, I, I don't want you to be fair. Bless me over my companions. Bless me. It's not that I'm asking God to share 50-50. No, no, no. Lord, I, you see, I have a car already, but I'm saying, Lord, give me another one. It's not that we are sharing for everybody. It is an understanding that our God, he is not limited, but he can do whatever he wants. And he's not trying to be fair. He's trying to show love to his children. May you receive grace. May you understand that 
grace is available to change your life. Amen. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. That you have grace. Many things that can increase our grace. But very quickly, I'm giving you just three. Number one, Proverbs chapter 1 verse 8. My son, hear the instructions of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. For they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. Number one, the first, the first key to receiving grace is to be obedient to the Lord. The first key is to be obedient to the Lord. Ask any parents, your sons, the one who obeys you is the one your heart goes out to. The son who doesn't argue with you. The son who does, when you come home from work and you sit down, he comes and sits by you. Bring me water. He runs. My slippers. And he's running. Where are my newspaper? Then he's running. That son who is very obedient to you, he is the one your heart goes out to. And when he says, Daddy, can I have toffee? Toffee has come. Daddy, can I go and watch a fil- film? Watch. Watch. But one son, coffee. Where are you? I'm coming. Will you see Grace? Coffee. 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 And he's there. And he's there. And he's going out. Coffee. Will you have grace? I said the son that is most obedient to the father will receive a lot of grace. Many of us, we are disobedient Christians. You don't obey God. When God will tell you, go here, go and do this, go and you don't pray, you don't read your Bible, you don't tap your neighbor. I, I think you shouldn't have come today. Tap your neighbor. Because of you that say all this. I said, tap your neighbor. Last week, where were you? Last, uh, this month, out of four, last month, out of four Sundays, how many were you in church? Some of you, two. Some, one. Amen. Oh, I said, amen. amen. One of the greatest keys to receiving grace, more grace from God, is to be obedient. Me, I have told God, whatever he says, I will do. I, I have told God. If you hear I have been transferred or anything, I, I, I'm gone. I, I, whatever I hear him say, I will do it. That is my heart. And that is why this morning, when I was coming to church, I was very happy. I said, ah, I'm coming to God's house again. Today, I'm with him in my house. But today, I'm in his house. I came to church happy. Some of you, they came to wake you up. That one crap. And they woke you up. Man, is it time? Is it time? It's time. Wake up and come and let's go to church. Obedience. Obedience. 
every word that the Lord will say to you. May you obey it. When they say stop something, may you stop that thing. I didn't hear an amen. We are moving fast. The second thing about grace, receiving grace, is humility. Humility. Hallelujah. James chapter 4. But he gives more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resists the proud, but gives grace unto the humble. Humility. Even, you see, even we, among ourselves, when somebody is quiet and walks peacefully, we feel he's a good boy. That's why many bad boys are quiet. They are hiding inside that quietness. But humility, a, a real humble spirit, a, a real desire that I will just follow. I mean, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm just, I'm, I'm nothing in God's hands. A, a, a real awareness of the fact that we are ordinary people. One day, I was driving from Tamale to Accra. And as I was driving, I wasn't driving. Somebody was driving me. I was sitting in the car. And as the person was driving, I passed a village somewhere on the road. And I saw an old lady carrying firewood on her head. And I, she was walking up some small steps. And when I saw her, I said, oh, what a miserable life this woman has. Carrying old lady at this age, still carrying firewood. Where are your children? Everything has scattered. What a miserable life I was, I was saying. Then the Holy Spirit told me, you too, you are miserable. And I said, Holy Spirit, you've made a mistake. I am not miserable. Look at me. I am in my car, driving. Somebody is driving me to Accra. I am in my car. I have a house in Tamale. And um, I have money in my pocket. I am not miserable. And the Holy Spirit said, you are very miserable. He said, the house you have, some white man will never live in that house. It is even worse than his boy's quarters. He said, the car you are driving is a home second-hand car. A car that somebody didn't like and gave it away. And you went and bought and you are using. He said, as you are driving, you have money. How much money do you have? A few Ghana cities that cannot be spent anywhere but in Ghana. You are a very miserable person. Sit down and shut up then and be humble and go to Accra quietly. And I said it is true that actually we are nothing. And since that day, I have said that I'm nothing. Yeah? But you, you haven't reached there yet. It takes some, a revelation from God for you to see that you are nothing. You see, don't say that because I am poor, I am humble. There is a disease called poor and proud. 
is a very bad disease. It's worse than cancer. Poor and proud. Because when you are poor and proud, you will stay poor for a very long time. And the worst kind of poor and proud is poor and proud. Because there's no for you again. You need to humble yourself. Amen. That is why some of us, we are not changing. Though we are in church, we are not changing. Because as we give advice, pastors talk to you, they advise you, they tell you about your behavior, your dressing, come to church, you don't change. You don't change. You don't even listen. You sit down and they talk and then you say, mm. then when they go, you go and do the opposite in your house. They are quiet now. It's true. Even some grown-ups, you cannot be advised. You cannot be advised. Why? Because we are the same age. Some choristers and ashes. Hey, they, nothing can change you because as we speak, we are co-equals. When I say cheer, you also say cheer in your head, but I will say man, you in your head, say cheer, you too. But the real humble person, the person really humble in his or her heart, you will see the grace of God. You will see God lift you up. And that is why sometimes we are amazed at how some people, we didn't expect you to be here. We didn't think that you would be the one to become so great. When you were in school together, you were just one of the other boys in the classroom. We never thought you'd be so wonderful because God gives grace to the humble and he lifts them up and sets them in a higher place. If you can really humble yourself, not be quiet, not just, but to be humble. When I say humble, when they call you and they say, Charlie, the, the way you are doing your hair, change it. They say, really? I will not do it again. That's a humble spirit. I will change. When they give advice, listen, this thing you are doing, don't do it again. You say, really? I won't do it again. When they say, come to church every Sunday, you say, really? I will come to church every Sunday. You will take the advice and the words humbly. You believe them as good words because these words, they have the power to change your life. Are you here this morning? Amen. Our time is up. I want us to pray this morning. I want us to pray this morning that Lord, you are a God who shows grace and gives us things we don't deserve. You are a God who doesn't give us according to what we, our strength and our ability, but you give as you have purposed and as you will and as you choose and you do what you will do. You lift up whom you please and you set down whom you like. You promote who you choose and you have chosen Israel as your nation and you have chosen people to be your very own and you do exactly what you want to do and no clay can ask the potter, why have you made me thus? But Lord, have your way. This morning, I want you to pray that I will be a recipient of grace. That Lord, show me your goodness. Show me good things in my lifetime. Let me receive blessings. Let men dash me things. 
let me find favor in the eyes of people that I deal with. Everywhere I go, let there be open doors. This morning, pray, Lord, may people like me, may I be famous and popular among friends for no reason of my doing. But it is your grace that you have poured forth in my life. This morning, wherever you are, pray for yourself. Lord, bless me with a husband or a wife. Not because I'm wise or I'm good, but let it be grace that you have poured forth in my life. Pray that Lord, lead me along a path of happiness in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pray, you yourself also determine, I'll be obedient. I will humble myself. I will work in, in, in the Lord's vineyard. I will please the maker. I will be a son to please the father that he will, I will receive more grace. But pray that Lord, show me grace. Show me grace. Ah, Lord, pour it into my, into my life. Into my life. Into my life. Lift me up. Father, even though I don't deserve to go to university, open a door for me. I don't deserve to go to university. I, my father doesn't have money. My mother doesn't have money. Nobody has gone to school before. I have no idea. But Lord, I want to go some. Show me grace. Show me grace. Lord, in my family, nobody has married. My aunties, my mother, my cousins, nobody has married. I have no claim to, be, to wanting to be married. But I pray this morning, Lord, show me grace. Show me grace in the name of Jesus. Lord, in my family, the men, they die early. They become drunkards. They go off. Whatever it is, Father, spare me this curse and show me grace. Show me grace. Let me be counted as the son of a rich man. Let me see much goodness, much blessing. This morning, wherever you are, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself that God will show you grace. Pray for yourself. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you have, but say, Lord, open the windows of heaven and pour me a blessing. Lord, I don't deserve to go to America. Take me. I don't deserve to have a car. I have no money. No money. Give me a car. Give me a car. Give me a house. Give me a wife. Give me a job. A high paying job. Wherever you are this morning, let your prayer be to God. Father, it's not by my strength, but by your goodness. For it is not him that willeth or him that runneth, but it is God that shows mercy. Lord, show your mercy this morning. Show your mercy in our lives. Cancel our mistakes. Cancel all the bad things we have done. Cancel all the evil and the wickedness that we have done. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This morning, wherever you are, just pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Ah, Lord, change my life. I don't deserve it. But by your mercy, by your goodness, by your graciousness, I know my life. I've done three abortions. I've had fornication many, many times. I have killed three babies. I don't deserve another child. I don't deserve another child. But Lord, this morning, show me mercy. Show me mercy. Be gracious unto me. Be gracious unto me and lift me up and bless me wherever you are this morning just lift your voice and pray just pray right now just pray wanna stand to your feet this morning wanna stand to your feet wanna stand to your feet lay your hands on your chest on your head on your stomach wherever you like and say lord show me grace show me grace transform me 
lift me up by your own doing not by my efforts not by my efforts but by your grace in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus wherever you are just pray just keep praying lift yourself up this morning just keep praying just keep praying for the Lord in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Lord you are a gracious God slow to anger swift to forgive merciful to the uttermost Lord you are a good God who gives abundantly even more that we can ask or think who fills our homes with things such that we will not have room enough to receive it I pray this morning let your grace that manifested favor of a superior being let it reach us and be poured into our lives in the name of Jesus let the grace that opens doors that no one can shut and shuts doors that no one can open let it lead us through open doors in this life in the name of Jesus grace that provided manna and quail in the wilderness that gave Elijah food by the river and that provided for the widow let that miraculous grace provide for us in our time and our day of need in the name of Jesus I pray Lord that you cause us to be recipients of that grace help us to walk in a way and a manner to receive more and transform us to become your people Israel in these days that we inherit cities we did not build homes we did not fill wells we did not dig vineyards and olive trees that we did not plant remove greater and mightier men before us remove wiser and richer people from before us and Lord usher us into a place of blessing that we shall be lifted up in this land no matter where we come from let us be lifted up in this land let us be prosperous and successful let us have a good name and a good life let us be among those who are doing well in this city in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I pray for houses I pray for cars I pray for jobs I pray for promotion I pray for success in business I pray for profits and excesses in the name of Jesus I pray that Lord everyone here whatever we touch it will turn for good show us grace and extend our days let us live to see our children's children let us be at our daughter's weddings let us be there for our sons outdooring let us see goodness and mercy all our days let our children prosper in the name of Jesus not by our doing not by our righteousness but by thy goodness in the name of Jesus but this morning you are here 
Bible says that we are saved by grace through faith and not of works. You are here this morning and that saving grace has not found you. You are here this morning and you are not sure that if you die, you will go to heaven. You are here this morning and you cannot see that God has been good to you. I want to pray for you right now, wherever you are. And if you are here like that, wherever you are in the house, do me a favor, lift your right hand. Just say, Pastor, please, I want to go to heaven. I'm not sure. I have received God's grace. Thank you, my brother. I see your hand. I see your hand, my brother. Anybody else? I want to receive God's grace. I want God to show me his goodness. I have struggled. I have fought. I have tried to do things by myself. And many have failed. Pastor, today I surrender. I receive God's grace. Wherever you are, just lift your right hand. Just your right. Thank you, my brother. I see your hand. You too. Thank you, my brother. Anybody else? Just your right hand. Your right hand. I want to receive grace. Listen, with your hand raised, please do me a favor. Just come to me. I'm coming down. Please just come to me. Just come to me. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. There she comes. God bless you. Put your hands together for him too. Oh, put your hands together. What a blessing. What a blessing. That God can show us grace. What a blessing. I want us to pray this morning. And I will lead in a prayer. But it should be your, your prayer. And as you pray, God will hear. And he will answer. Shall we pray? Dear Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. That you came to the earth to die on the cross to shed your blood to save me from my sins from death and hell Lord Jesus this morning I hear your voice calling me and I answer Lord Jesus forgive me of all my sins wash away all my iniquities with your blood that was shed at Calvary. Lord Jesus, I confess my faith in you. That you have, you have the power to save me. Write my name in the book of life. Prepare a place for me. That I will be with you in heaven. Lord Jesus, today draw me to your side. I will no longer walk in this world as a friend of the devil. Jesus is my Lord, my Savior, my brother, and my friend. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saving me from my sins. Today, I am born again. I'm a child of God. I'm a citizen of heaven. And I receive grace. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, thank you for the grace that is forever new. That has that found me many years ago. And that today reaches out to my brothers here. Thank you for the grace of God. That is to lead us to salvation. 
may they be touched this morning by the hand of God. Holy Spirit, keep these ones always. Dwell and abide close to them. Write your name on their hearts and write their name in your power that you watch over them and you keep them all the days of their lives. Bless them, Father. Thank you that today we are your children. Keep us in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you see our brother? He has a, a book. He wants to give it to you. He wants to talk to you also. So please just go with him. And then when he's done, you, you come back and join us. Okay. Go with him. Put your hands together. You may be seated. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International True Vine Cathedral, located at Bantama, behind the Confidence Eating Place. This and every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.